Hey, good morning, fuckers. It's another day at the Daily BM going on, Mikey. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. It's another day, another day. Hey, man, I'm literally just jumping in on every episode lately, going right to the freaking meat and potatoes. Let's go. I saw, I saw something on the news, and I kind of wanted to talk about it. Um, Wendy's. It's, I'm not going to talk about fast food the whole time, but I figured it's, it's a hard. great subject. But uh, Wendy's announced Let's that go. by 2025, they're going to implement something that hotels do, mm-hmm. and it's called surge pricing. Okay. So what they're going to implement, if people don't know what surge pricing is yet, um, if you don't like travel a lot, a lot of hotels during certain times of peak years, they raise prices on their rooms. And so right. in holidays, you know, they double the prices, you know, during holiday seasons because they know it's an uptick of demand. Well, mm-hmm. Wendy's is going to try this model. The uh, CEO of Wendy's basically told investors they're going to start this surge pricing for fast food. Um, and a lot of the other fast food ones are putting their ear up like, hey, let's see how this works out for Wendy's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because somebody's got to try it. Right. So they're going to implement by 2025 surge pricing. So, for instance, if it's, you know, peak, you know, 1145, 12 o'clock right. to two o'clock, they might raise that burger by one to two dollars. OK, so my thought process is, is, do you think a lot of people are going to get turned off by this, Mikey, or do you think it's going to be something that is going to be the new norm? I and think it's the, the I mean, okay. okay, so McDonald's did something similar a long time ago, and I don't okay. even know if people realized it. But if you remember when they used to have their when they were open 24 hours at like midnight, the prices on everything went up. OK, do, do you remember that or no? Vaguely. Okay, so they had to increase because you know it was late night. If you wanted it, they were the only pretty much the only thing open. So and they wanted to pay the people a little extra or make extra profits. Um. Um, and uh, it didn't make a difference to people. Like if you wanted a burger at two two in the morning, you still went to get went and got spent the extra money. And I feel like that people are just gonna they're gonna bitch and they're gonna moan. But they're still going to paying for it, and the ones that don't, <laughs> the ones that don't, the profit they're going to make on the surge will probably way compensate for those people that just decided not to go. Plus, it's going to make it during rush hour less busy, so less strain on the employees while maintaining profit margins. So, I don't know, man. I'm a, uh, I, I think people are going to bitch, but I think in the end it's going to work. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, the CEO of Wendy's, like I said, um, yeah. he 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 when he was on a call with investors, OK, yep. he was talking about also uh, beginning as early as 2025. They're going to use with the dynamic pricing, they're calling it. Uh, they're going to have different offerings in certain parts of the day and they're going to use. Here we are, Mike. We've talked about this on previous episodes. And we're, hey, guys, we're not getting rid of this. It's going to come on even harder and faster. AI enabled menu changes. And suggestive selling based – the AI is going to determine based on the factors such as weather. What is more common to be used if it's like 40 degrees out, it's not going to push ice cream. So the AI is going to be like, hey, I'm not going to push ice cream right now because it's below 40 degrees outside. It's cold. Why do you want to put something cold in your body? They're going to might go to a hot coffee with you know caramel or something like – the AI is going right. to know what to suggest to you and thinking in your mind, hey, get, you want to get warm? Get this faster than you know saying hey guy can you go out there and change the board so they're going to mm-hmm. switch to all digital boards so it's almost going to be like a gas station 
So well, that's what McDonald's has already. Yeah. So it's going to change based on uh-huh. that time of day and, and weather conditions. And like you said, time of night, it may go up because there's not enough people in there. They need to, you know what I mean? If they go to 24 hour day formats, who knows? But uh, I just found that to be quite interesting that they're taking this approach. Again, I, I think they're rolling the ball in 2025, you know, saying a year from now because of the current inflation rate. <laughs> so releasing it right now may have a negative impact. But like you said, it might be one of those things where you're still not going to stop and not get a Baconator if you're if you like that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not that big hamburger like that kind of fan myself. Uh, but hey, the people that are, they may do it. I have See, be- Wendy's is my favorite yes. hamburger if I'm going to eat eat food. Um, there's something about the Dave's Double. Like that's the only one that I eat on the menu. That's the only mm-hmm. one I like. I get the single with and cheese. Mm. I normally eat that every once in a blue moon. Right. Like, I really cut out fast food. Yep. A lot. I mean, if I do go get fast food, it's normally I try to pick the healthiest thing on the menu. Right. And you know, at Wendy's, it'd be the baked potato. Right. You know. With no sour cream. Them, then I, yeah. yeah <laughs> them, I, well, no sour cream and stuff like that's fine because that's I can put that in calories in there. Right. I mean, just monitoring calories and stuff like that. Uh, I like their chili. It's not terrible. It's a little high in sodium, but I try to make healthier choices when I'm going out. But I've been avoiding like fast food joints as much as possible. You know, like if I go to Taco Bell, I'll get their steak bowl. Yeah, you said something back, about that the other night. Um, well, yeah, go ahead steak and protein talk about bowl. that for a second. So what is what exactly the steak bowl – like, why is it a healthier choice if you're going to Taco Bell? Um, because you were talking about like, you know, it cut. It's got really high protein count and things of that nature. Um, so I can understand yeah, that. Yeah, so it's the Power Bowl menu option, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, so for the chicken Power Bowl, it's 460 calories. Mm-hmm. It's got 21 grams of fat, um, zero grams of saturated fat or trans fat, six grams of saturated fat. Uh, the sodium's a little high at 1250, 1250 milligrams. Yeah. So it's about 50% of your daily intake. But if you, if you're not eating a bunch of salt in the rest of the day or processed foods, you're, it's not terrible. The carbs is 41 grams with eight grams of, uh, fiber. And then it's got 26 grams of protein. So as far as, you know, uh, compared to other things on the menu, right. If you eat that in and of itself, it's not that terrible now it's not the best, best but in a pinch it's a four it's an under 500 calorie meal that has a good amount of protein um good amount of fat and a good amount of carbohydrates it's pretty well balanced in my opinion and if you have to make if you have to eat something from there then i think that's one of the better choices on the menu as opposed to like you know the deluxe craving box which comes in at like 1600 calories you know Plus adding a soda, you're another 300 calories on top of that. So you're sitting almost at your daily, you know, calorie limit of 2000 calories a day. If you're doing the standard, you know, pyramid diet. So, hey, you know, that's a bad choice, you I, know, and then eating like the tacos aren't bad. Like they used to do the, the uh, Fiesta tacos. Those aren't a bad choice either. Um, I just like the steak protein bowl because it's so e- it's easy and it's contained 
and it gives me good fuel if I'm going out. Like I, I'm, I like it. So I'll tell you this: Taco Bell, that's what I get. You know, Taco Bell. You know, it's funny because like uh, you and Aiden talked about the five dollar shit box. That's what Aiden calls it. But uh-huh. um, yep. they got rid of that. So you want to talk about somebody that did something different? Now yeah, you can gone. only get the ten dollar one. You have to pay ten dollars. Right. You know, if you want to get yeah. any type of combo thing at like two thousand calories. Uh-huh. But I, I thought that to be quite interesting. Hey, let's get rid of the five. We'll sneak in the 10 and people will still get it. And it's true because a couple months ago when I got it, I, that's exactly what I bought. I couldn't eat the whole thing. I had to split it in half because there's just so much food for 10 bucks. Right. You know what right. I mean? And it's like, like you said, it's a 2,000 calorie sitting. And half yep. that box, you're looking at a thousand calories just right there, even at half a yeah. box that you don't eat the whole thing. And there's there's a lot of garbage in there too. I oh, think yeah. that's not as healthy. Like there's deep fried products mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you're adding extra oils and extra fats. And I I don't know. I just try to avoid that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. I mean, with the thing with the surge pricing, I, right? I, Let's get back on topic. <laughs> I feel that I feel that that's going to be just the way that business is going to be run. Like if you want something during peak times it's going to cost you a little bit more right so it's going to cause people to shift you know maybe you go to lunch at 10 30 instead of 12 you know everybody going to lunch right at 12 i don't know man i, I don't or you go to lunch at pro- like two one thirty, two o'clock when that surge is over from that initial rush like you said and, yeah. and i mean wh- my my big thing is, is i'm trying to cook fresh my lunch every day um and just eat eat cleaner and healthier so i'm right. really trying to avoid fast food so all this kind of stuff is just motivating me more to move in that direction right as opposed to you know living inside the the hamster wheel well you would think that like um people might take notice of that too and be like you know i need to start eating at home and eating better mm-hmm. and doing things you know i'm hoping it has that effect you know yeah. sorry wendy's i mean i'm not like in your corner on that one but you know <laughs> hey more power to you whatever you got to do but uh i think most I would I would hope that most people would take that same avenue like your approach to it like hey you know I really don't want to eat this anyway so let me just start making stuff at home. Uh, I know for me what's tough, uh, you know I know we're t- still talking about search pricing but you know I'm on sidebar again. The hardest part is trying to like you know people say oh meal prep do this that and the other. It's hard for me to meal prep because by the time my day is over and I get my workout in I do all you know my stuff around the house I'm supposed to get done you know what I mean. I'm looking at uh-huh. eight thirty nine o'clock before I can even hit the stove, you know, to start doing any meal preps. Um, so, you know, I understand the struggle of trying to cook at home and trying to prep because it takes time. Right. But like anything else you do in life, you have to structure something around it, whether you do it on a Sunday or whatever. Now, you're not a meal prep guy, right? You don't really care for it. No, because my problem is, is like after like, Within that, after that first 24 hour window, I feel like the food starts to lose flavor and it starts to like congeal. Um, it loses, it just loses its freshness, right? Compared to like that first day when you cook it fresh. Um, and I haven't found a good way to meal prep to where on day five I'm still happy with the meal. And I've done you know, I've done those meal like factor meals, which they were good. Like the first, like the first month, it's good. But then after the first month, you start getting in like repetition. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that's a problem because food. I like cooking. I like experimenting with foods. I like different flavor profiles, and I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. So when I feel like I take that out, 
I feel less happy. So I'm not a bit, I don't like to meal prep. I just, I just don't. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that it's not a valuable tool for weight loss. I'm not saying it's not great I'm, because it is, you know, it's just if people can do it for me in my lifestyle, it's just, it's not exactly what I want to do. Um, so I'm kind of, uh, experimenting and going my own way, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I understand. Uh, you know, it's crazy because, you know, I always find it funny. Like, and I'm going to get back on the, the surge pricing thing. I find it funny. So like an hour ago from the mirror.com, they're saying Wendy's surge pricing plan sparks backlash as customers vow to boycott. But, you know, you made a good point. You know what I mean? That they're probably still going to make more money even for the drop off of people that want to boycott. Because mm-hmm. let's face it. Do you remember when, uh, do you remember back a few years ago when Chick-fil-A, uh, when the, the owner took a stance on some things and then they had yes. a lot of backlash. Yeah. 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 And, but it hasn't hurt them at all. They are still booming and it. I can tell you, I passed this Chick-fil-A uh, by yeah. my house Yeah, and it is crazy busy there. Here's the thing. Okay. So the problem is that a lot of businesses are trying to cater to everyone and they're offending everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. As opposed to, hey, this is who we are. This is what we're about. If you're our customer, that's great. We're going to take good care of you. Right. If you don't believe in our values and you don't believe in our 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 product, then don't shop here. Right. Go shop somewhere else. And that's kind of the stance Chick-fil-A took. Like, yeah. this is who we are. This is what we're about. And this is what we do. If you are down with that, we're more than happy to serve you. We're not going to make you feel bad. If you don't believe in our values, but you still love our food, you know, but we're not going to change our core values to accommodate you wanting us to be open on Sundays, you know, bottom line, that's, that's where they're at. And some people respect it. Other people just want to bitch and moan about it. But at the end of the day, it's fine. You know, I, I watched this guy, he's, um, he's a, a gay man and he's leans more conservative mm-hmm. than he does liberal. Correct. And he made some really like, you know, points that I completely agree with. Like the other day he said, Hey, you know, I believe that it's my right to be, to have marriage and to get married. But if you're a baker and you don't want to sell me a wedding cake because you don't believe in gay marriage, that's fine. There's hundreds of other bakers I can buy my bake from my cake from. You should be able to not say you don't want to sell it to me and I should be able to go buy it from somebody else. Everybody has the point. free, I agree, you know, free will. Yeah, you know, like everybody has got free will. And I was like, "Damn, that's you know, very like poignant statement." You know, and he's like, his other topic was, you know, one of the things he's like, "We can't have a, we can't keep talking about race and division and expect us to become united." Like, it's not that doesn't mean wipe out what happened in the past and the history. But don't keep making it a dividing point and creating future problems with future kids because we're so harped on the division of race. And I was like, okay, damn, that makes sense to me too. Like, I'm right there with you, buddy. So I think it's like that with the, uh, the you know, what we're talking about with comp- corporations and their um, their philosophies and their views. And I think the problem is, is you've got like Budweiser, you know, you've got, they got their core audience who was their you know, biggest customers Mm -hmm. and they were aligned with those values 
And then they try to create, you know, this entire inclusion part, which I get it. It is what it is. But it pissed off their core core their core base because it wasn't true to the values that they had originally established, you know, like the all-American beer, like the all-American value beer, you know, not not this new, you know, new age liberal beer. Right. So you know, it's uh it makes it I think that the best policy for businesses is to stay out of politics yeah. and stay out of the trends and just sell your product and make your product available for everyone. Right. You know, like it's become such a thing where it's like, you have to take the red pill or the blue <laughs> pill. Well, I don't yeah, want to no take shit. either pill. You know, I don't want to be on either side. I want to make my own decisions based on the man and based on the, based on the policies, not and you know, and buy my products based on the values of the company as far as how they produce their product and the quality of their product. Not necessarily like that, you know, if they're religious, they want to close on Sundays, great. You know, I don't get to eat Chick-fil-A on Sunday. No problem. They have a great product. They have a great experience. So because they're Christian, no, doesn't bother I me. Care. I like their damn I like their I, I like you their know, chicken like, sandwich from time to time. So I don't yeah. give a shit. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, it kind of so. goes back. I'm going to go back to the Bud Light thing real quick and touch on that real fast. But, you know, Kid Rock, sure. you know, through, you know, a temper tantrum pretty much. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, right. he was just on yeah. Joe Rogan's show, uh, podcast, you know, and he, and he was talking about, right. you know, and Joe Rogan made a statement of, you know, so, you know, what's it like being the dude who took out Bud Light? You know what I mean? And, and you know, I, I liked Kid Rock's response because I thought it was pretty freaking cool of him. He was like, man. I was just having fun, you know, to be honest. Um, he, he, and I'm quoting him here. He says, I was yeah. pissed, but I wasn't, he goes, but I wasn't uh -huh. like I was going to try to wreck my day, let alone my life. He goes, I was just kind of like, what the fuck are they doing? You know what I mean? But then, he, you know, then right. at the end of the day, he just said, you know, fuck it. He goes, I, he goes, I threw a tantrum with a machine gun. He goes, wah, wah. You know, they, they, they want to let guys play in girls, sports, whatever. Yes. You know, but. He said, I just, I threw a temper tantrum. He's like, as far as I'm concerned, he goes, it's over, you know? And then I, I think he continued to open up a beer, yeah. a Bud Light and drink it. Cause you know, he, at the end of the day, it's fucking beer. You know what I mean? Did they make a marketing decision? Yeah. Did they pay a little bit of price for it? Yeah. Uh, you know, companies make decisions all the times that might not be the best thing for him, you know? But at the end of the, at the, end of the day, he owned right. it and he's like, Hey, I just threw a fucking temper tantrum, you know, nothing against Bud Light because, because they do a lot of great things. I mean, a lot of great things for like veterans and people in the military. They donate a lot of money to help out military yeah. and things of that nature. So, you know, it's so easy to tack on to, like you said, you know, one thing and, be, and throw a temper tantrum and go to social media and start posting about it and all this shit. But at the end of the day, right. you also got to look at some of the good things those companies do, you know, and a lot of the monies they donate and the charities they do. Um, that's, that's my two cents on it right there. I just thought the whole, when you said Bud Light, I had to make sure I cleared the air on that one i mean my opinion on the whole thing it was really stupid i mean do i do i value dylan mckay no i don't because i don't really think Correct. that they're genuine um just from the things that i've seen and the things that i've you know watched i don't feel like um they're a real right. genuine person um and the things like that they say and do to me, belittles women 
And I'm not okay with that because, you know, it's like almost like when people dress up with blackface, you know, back from the 1930s and 1950s in the cinemas, um, you know, they would put a white person would put black makeup all over themselves and then they would act like really um, inappropriately and sub almost subhuman as comedic relief. And that's not okay. Agree. It's it's not you know I mean it, it's 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 humor yeah but it's also super derogatory so that's I don't not think okay. it's funny that's just and me. that's what I feel yeah and I mean like when um, Robert Downey Jr. did it in Tropic Thunder it was good because he was playing a guy that played a guy and he really pulled it off like you know he never got any grief about blackface in. Tropic Thunder because he did a genuine job and he he did a, just an outstanding performance on that. But you know Dylan McKayhee, like she makes fun of women, like she's gonna go run. You know she's like I'm gonna run in my new Nike gear in my pumps. Like women don't yeah, run, they in run in pumps. Shoes, like they're man. not like that. Like and I just you know and I feel like it just puts them down. Like it's just like you know he's like I've only been a woman for like one day now and I've already cried like nine times and I'm PMS and so bad. It's like, come on, yeah. dude, seriously. Like no, if I'm a woman, I'd okay. get pissed off. It's not okay to I'd treat be pissed women off like that. If I was a lady. I mean, I would. It would irritate I me. I, I, maybe yeah, not pissed I don't off. Think but it's, I'd be irritated. I'm like, man, what the fuck. I honestly think they should have a separate category, and I saw an article on this, and I think it is a really good idea. They should have like an a performance enhanced category for athletes. So anybody that's transgender, anybody that's taking steroids, anybody that's taking any type of enhancement product would be in that type of event. Just make a whole separate category and then let natural women be in natural events and natural men be in natural events and try to cut down on the, you know, juicing and the steroids as much as possible. Because I feel like it's run rampant, you know, especially in the sports arena that everyone's on performance enhancers and they're just hiding it very well. Yes. And everybody, because a lot of those people can't get to that size without taking some type of supplement, you know, some type of everything I I can, I can tell you it's just hard in sports because even back in my day, okay, you were always trying to take it where you could get above the next level. So I agree with you there. There needs to be something done about it. Um, Do I have the answer? Mm -hmm. No. I really don't. Um, yeah. You know, it's a tough one. But I can tell you, everybody, whether it's a natural woman, natural man, or transgender, whatever, everybody's trying to get an advantage. And I don't think you're ever going to really stop that because there's going to be ways to not detect it. Then they're going to find the next best thing that's not detected until it's detected. And then they just, it just keeps coming. Um, until you start in, uh, initializing bans and things like that to get it under control. Like if you get caught with this, you're done. Your career's over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're you're an athlete. I mean, you're signing contracts. They'll just they'll just find they'll just find ways I, I, around it. They'll just find at. ways around so it. So I don't think you can ever truly yeah. control it. Uh, you can do your best, but mm-hmm. I don't think you're ever going to get anywhere with it in the long game. So that's just my right. thought. But yeah, one hundred percent. Before we get out of here, man, do you have any closing statement you want to say about what we talked about today, or you good? I mean, we right. went over a bunch of different topics. I mean, basically, just you know, I, it all comes down to just take care of yourself um 
you know, if you want to avoid paying surge surge pricing, don't yeah. go during the surges. If you want it, you know, if if you want to drink the beer that you want to drink, drink the beer you want to drink. Who cares? It's not a political statement. I mean, put in a, you put a beer in a glass, nobody knows what kind of beer it is anyways. So who right on, man. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was one of those ones <laughs> like Kid Rock. I threw a tantrum about Bud Light. I did. I threw a tantrum and I boycotted Bud Light myself. And then I went like this. You know what, man? I'm being really stupid about this shit. And I had a Bud Light not too long ago. I was like, ah, the hell with it. You know what I mean? At the end uh, of the day. See, I don't, I don't like I don't like Bud Light, so it's not my beer of choice anyways. But I And I don't yeah. drink, really. Like, I have a right. drink every once in a while, but... To me, Bud Light and all those lights are like <laughs> prohibition beers. Like they were made because they were watering shit down. And that's what we just became used to. So it's not even like a good beer to me. Like, so it's not something I reach for. The only time, the only time I like a Bud Light or a Miller, you know, Miller Light or anything like that, the only time I like it is when I'm out on the boat. That's it. Uh, you put it in yeah. a, if you take me to like a, a place like uh, Brass Tap or anything like that, I normally yeah. go with you know, a Pilsner or something like that, you know, it has a little bit of substance and flavor. Uh, I, I just, something about being yeah. out in the sun because maybe it's cause it's light, you know, it's a very light beer. So I enjoy it better, more right. when I'm out in the yep. sunshine and in Florida, Hey, that's like 80% of the year. But anyway, uh -huh. guys, don't forget to head over to the dailybm.com. I'll let you off the hook, uh, head over there and uh, follow us on our socials. You can find them there. Also, don't forget to hit the like subscribe button when, um, before you sign off today, Mike, you got anything else? Or are you ready to go? Oh, no, everybody have a great day. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good one. Deuces. <laughs>